Four-wheel driving is fun in a Jeep. Four-wheel driving. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Jason Shan Show tonight here. Today, we're going to be talking about bumpers. And we also have a special guest with us here, which we'll introduce to you at the latter part of the show. So we'll just jump right into it today. We've all heard of the adage, life's hard, wear a helmet. Well, trails are tough, so make your bumper tougher. Today, right now, for this part, I'm going to talk about the front bumpers. There's all kinds of things you can be looking for in a front bumper for your vehicle. I'm specifically having in mind here, Jeeps, but this goes to any off-road vehicle. You're going to want to have in mind the look, the feel of the bumper, also the purpose of the vehicle, whether it be for trail trail riding or rock climbing, or for both, if you can be doing something like overlanding, and also the utility of the of the bumper, looking for things like light accessibility, the cost of the bumper, safety features of the bumper, weight of the bumper, you know whether it's going to be steel or aluminum. All these things. There's so many things to consider when thinking about a bumper for your vehicle for off roading, and so it can be very difficult making a decision. But I wanted to just provide for you some of these things to bring to your mind to think about, as well as provide some examples for you. So for myself, one thing for me, drawing from my personal experience, is safety. For me, I chose the bumper that I chose for my vehicle. I have the ARB full bar, full bull bar and a full length bumper for my Jeep. It's, it's a JKU. And I chose that one because it, it has the... Uh, factory crush cans that are actually incorporated into the bumper so for me that was kind of a big thing it's a safety feature that doesn't mean that my airbags wouldn't deploy if they didn't incorporate those factory crush cans but for me it was an added safety feature so if you wanted a full bumper that would be probably one of the better ones to choose from in my own opinion if you're looking for something like a mid-length bumper there's options like the barricade trail force hd bumper available and if you're looking for a shorter version, a stubby bumper for rock cli- climbing specifically, there are all kinds of options out there. ARB has theirs. Other companies have theirs as well. Another option would be the Rugged Ridge XHD with a striker bar and a stubby bumper ends because this is also a bumper that has modifications that you can attach and rearrange depending on your style and preferences within that bumper. So those are all some things to consider for a front bumper, especially if you're going to be using a winch, which is another option because you want to make sure that your bumper has the strength to hold that winch and the weight that it's going to be pulling as well. So try to keep that in mind when you're thinking about and purchasing a front bumper. And Shannon, what about the, the, the back end of the vehicle? What are some things we would consider for the back end? Okay. I like rear bumpers. I cannot lie. Okay. Enough serious talk. Rear bumpers may not be as appealing as the aftermarket front bumpers, but they are every bit as important. Rear bumpers can make or break your Jeep's limits on the trail. It can allow you to carry an oversized spare tire, add a rear hitch for towing, or even install a bike rack or cargo basket. So I suggest to shop around and keep some of these main points in your mind. Will it affect my departure angle? Will it supply my recovery needs? Does it have the style and the function I'm looking for? I really will not be able to go into full detail about each bumper because of timing issues, but I wanted to make a point to go over some basics of five different types. The first type is the full-width heavy-duty style. 
This type gives you great protection from any hard hits or body damage that, that can occur in wood at church. The downfall is it could have some effect on the departure angle. A step up from the full width heavy duty, full width off-road style. It gives you the same great protection. It's just a little more compact and angled on the sides. This is for the jeeples needing more clearance and a better departing angle. Also, most of the aftermarket bumpers, they support their larger tires. Just do some research on the ones that you're interested in. Next is the heavy-duty rear bumper with a tire carrier. This type will have the same benefits as the first two I mentioned, but will have a plus rear. There's many styles and utilities to choose from, from D-ring mounts, hitch receivers, tire carriers, along with many other options, including integrated LED lights and a rear backup camera. It's all about really what fits your needs and what you're looking for. The fourth rear bumper is the classic tubular. This is more of a non-expensive option. It gives you decent lightweight protection. It doesn't come with many options as the last three I mentioned, but some styles may offer additional recovery points. There's also options available for you to buy to add some recovery that you would need. The fifth is, is a step up from the classic tubular and it is the off-road style tubular. It focuses more on giving you that design and the high clearance and departuring angles that you'll need. It does a good job at providing some protection. Both tubulars I mentioned are both lightweight. Just make sure to look around and get the one that will support the needs you're looking for. So remember, aftermarket bumpers can provide additional protection and capabilities. Okay, so tonight we have a very special guest joining us. Welcome to the show, design engineer Christian Ramirez. I have been looking forward to having you on all week. Just a side note, I'm a VA for his company, and I'm very proud to rep him in all his visions for the future in off-road community. Okay, Christian. Tell our listeners about yourself, where you're from, and any hobbies or interests you have. Hey, everyone. This is uh, Christian here, and uh, thank you, uh, Shannon and Dave, for having me on. But, um, yeah, so excited to be here. So let's see where to begin. So some of my hobbies and interests, um, I would say, if you haven't noticed from everything I post is mainly, uh, you know, designing and creating, but I also do a lot of like studying, self-teaching. Um, I do art. Um, I do a lot of hand drawing and, you know, sketching and, you know, I garden, mm -hmm. do a uh, photography, mostly a uh, bot botanical, like, uh, like plants and flowers and all that. Awesome. And I, you know, hang out with my dogs. Um, try to go outdoors as much as I can, but you know, with everything going on lately, I know here in California, a lot of things have been closed off, but um, hopefully things open back up. But yeah, so I'm from California, Southern California, Orange County. I live right by Knott's Ferry Farm. I can see it from my front yard, nice. but that's also Gosh. been closed down since the whole uh, COVID-19 happened. They, they closed everything down. So that kind of sucks because first time they shut down the Hollywood hot and everything. 
Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so those are a couple of my interests and, and hobbies and everything other than mainly what I do is I'm focusing on my, on my business right now, uh, which I'll get into with a little bit more background, but that's really what I spend most of my time on since um, it's just me running the business. And um, like Shannon said, she's she's one of the brand ambassadors, but I also have like, I think like, what, like 25 other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a couple guys, but it's mainly women and everything, but it's all good. Every I have a really great team. Um, yeah, so those are like my hobbies and, and interests. Um, that's really cool. So Christian, based on you mentioned your business there, why did you choose this line of business as opposed to, you know, many of the other avenues you could have gone because it sounds like you've got a very good background and education to, to back that up. And you've also started these companies, Valkyrie 4x4 and Vicery 4x4. Maybe you can just elaborate upon why you chose this line of business and these companies. All right. So a little history on my work background. So I started designing about 17 years ago, like directly out of school. Um, Initially, I didn't start off in like the off-road industry. I started off in um, working on the silkscreen machines that they used to print out like, you know, posters and T-shirts, like the industrial size ones to Mm -hmm. where that's where I started learning about like welding and learning about like how the metals work together. Um, You know, machines used to like stack stuff. I I learned a lot of uh, kinetics and the way like motors and everything else work and just just pretty much anything that was mechanical that's really where it started off at Hmm. so i did that for about a year um then i got then it got kind of like boring because it's it's just getting repetitive (laughs) yeah that monotony will kill you yeah so then after that um i got into i went to work for this company called still in motorsports and that was in 2006 what was that 2007 but my interest for that was um before i got into that i was into uh drag racing so what i did so with doing that i did a lot of my own like upgrades and my work and everything to where you know upgrading the turbos upgrading the exhaust um you know one thing i don't show is i have a fabrication background as well like i know how to like build stuff i can weld i can build anything as well as well on top of designing stuff so i did a lot of work on on those cars when i used to drag race um like anywhere it was mainly like like some older cars from like the late 80s to the early 90s because mm-hmm. um, they're a lot easier to work with um i taught myself how to you know take an engine apart how to put it back together um you know i did that by going to like a junkyard and just going and picking through stuff and just trying to figure stuff out so a lot of my knowledge is self-taught in that realm. So as I was doing that, that's when I went to work for the motorsports company. And when I was there, I was doing uh, part development and design in the research and development area. And it was mainly for like the import cars. Like, you know, you'd have like the 350Z, the G35, um, eventually the 370Z, the Nissan Titan, the, the Frontier, the Pathfinder. And while I was there, I was working in the research and development department, like I said earlier, but I was doing all the different designs for the parts, which would be anything from a brake kit upgrade to sway bars to 
suspension, engine accessories, uh, worked on designing supercharger systems for those vehicles. And those were like long-term projects to where they'd take like a year for each one. Um, But I learned how, like on how metal works with casting, you know, I worked with casting houses, learned how to design in in that area. Cause there's a lot of different ways of working with metal, whether it's, you know, there's casting, there's machining, there's welding, you know, there's tubing, there's sheet metal, like from like A to Z. Right. Mm -hmm. So, while I worked there, I worked for about, I want to say, five five years. I developed with the other manager there, like their whole product line, what they had there. Um, we worked on the owner's race car because um, the owner, Steve Millen, he was like a world champion race car driver. And he still liked doing races. So he had gotten um, a 4GT, which we upgraded the supercharger, the exhaust system. Um, made a lot of the tweaks. Um, I learned how to run the dyno system to where we, you know, go and do testing oh, yeah. um, and modify them. So we did a lot of upgrades to the race cars. Eventually, um, he got a GTR when that first came out. And then we upgraded that with the turbos and everything else. So while I was there, that's where I gained like the majority of my knowledge on the, the automotive side because I did everything from front to back from bottom to top, whether it was inside the car, where it was like a short throw uh, shifter system, or, you know, like I was saying like the sway bars or uh, lift kits. And then we did a lot of the the brake kits for a lot of the bigger vehicles as well. Um, So that's where I spent most of my design like time. Mm -hmm. And I would always be like taking it out to the shop. And that's where I did a lot more of the fabricating. Like I'd send out stuff to the machine shop they'd get it they'd bring me a vehicle once i got the part i would take the cars apart uh do all my own measurements and that was like old school before i had like my new 3d scanner it, like i had to manually measure stuff with like a tape measure and like a string oh, <laughs> and wow. kind of translate that environment onto the computer and then that i'll i'll do everything pretty much from front to back um because most of the time when you have guys like me they're either an office guy or they're a guy that works in a shop, right? You don't have someone that can do both and understands both sides of it. Mm-hmm. So while I was there, I was able to do both sides. So I did that for a couple of years. And then eventually they wanted to start slowing down on product development. Um, oh, also while I was there, you know, I developed like intake systems, um, also the exhaust systems, like pretty much like everything, right? On the vehicles that people would normally do for aftermarket upgrades. Yeah. So... I was there for a while and then eventually they want to slow down on part development. And when that happened, that's, I started getting bored again. Cause then it was like, well, now we're not coming up with new stuff. And I really thrive and feed off um, being given challenges and trying new things and to come up with new ideas. So I left there and I actually went into like the retail design industry to where it would be either like a, uh, you know, grocery stores, like all those custom like end caps or islands or kiosks mm-hmm. or for like doing stuff for like Nike for their shoe displays and not like like cheap stuff. It's like like the nicer end stuff. If you look at what I do now, it's like imagine that. But like if I was doing like retail design, oh, um, doing stuff for like the movie theaters, like candy displays, um, did stuff for like like dog food displays for like like you know big old islands but have like different selections 
like without showing you the stuff uh, it sounds kind of like not that much but like i always did it like really cool because i was like the the designer but also the engineer on both sides i had, I had to do both sides wow no, it gives a pretty good overall picture like you really did it all from like one end of the spectrum to the other really right yeah yeah so so from there um i was there for about a year um and then after i left there it was again again it was like i started getting like bored again and then so i took a little bit of time off and then trying to figure out okay well what do i want to do and then eventually i ended up going to um a fab shop like a, a place that makes like all the the parts and everything and it was a company over here in anaheim where they mainly focused on import cars doing like engine swaps and suspension for doing like hondas or preludes or you know any of the more the like racy type cars for people that did engine swaps and did drag racing but while i was there they found out my background on what i did with these other companies so then they started bringing in off-road guys and then that's where I started doing a lot of stuff for side by sides, like the Razor and the Can Am. Oh yeah, yeah. So then they would come, they would come in and be like, "Hey, we we need, can you do this or can you do that?" And it would be like, "Yeah." And even if I hadn't done it yet, like so far, I haven't found one project that I couldn't do. Even if I like, I would always like be like, "Okay, I'm gonna study it tonight, and I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna come up with something tomorrow." So I worked on a lot of the off-road vehicles um, for the side by sides with. It would be like either like doors or bumpers or roof racks, uh, spare tire mounts um, on top of the in-house products because there's the in-house products. And then there was the people that come up to me and they'll bring like stock A-arms. I'm like, hey, can we get these done? But like plus three inches, can we do these out of sheet metal and then a hybrid or this, this, and that. So I'd be juggling between doing the in-house products of like the engine swap stuff and then also bringing in new customers so we can have more work in the shop, right? And then also while I was there, I was I would fine tune the way people would work, like how, like if they're cutting stuff on the laser, I'd be like, okay, well these guys are doing this way, we can do it faster. If I designed a laser table to where they can bring the parts in and pop them out, and they can organize this. I I did a lot of development for each station to streamline their the company. So I I worked there for a couple of years, and then again I was like, eh, like. It just I wasn't feeling it again, so I took another break again for a couple months, and I still ha- and then while I was doing that, I had customers that were going there. They're like, "Hey, can you still do stuff for me?" Because they, I wasn't there anymore, right? So they didn't they didn't have anybody to develop their parts. Mm. So I did a lot of my own work outside of the there um, again for like mainly for the razors and canams. So I did a. Uh, not a lot of traveling. The guys are pretty local, but I did a lot of their work, uh, whether it was, yeah, like doors, roof racks, seat brackets, seat mounts. Um, well, let me look at my paper. I wrote a bunch of this stuff down. Like, yeah, I've, like, done so much. Like, I could, like, sit here and, like, <laughs> yeah. So while I was there, I was doing all that off-road stuff. And then, you know, and then I was doing that on my own for a while. And eventually one of the guys wanted to hire me like, Hey, just come with me and like, let's, let's still work on him. So, okay. So I went with him and I was working with him for a while, but he had wanted to move out to Arizona, like eventually while I was there. So, you know, we talked about it and he threw some numbers at me and, you know, they're good enough to like go out there and immediately like go buy a house. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let me, I'm going to, 
do that, right? Because it was like a good opportunity. So while I was working with him, he would get like other customers too. Um, like when I would like, I think the one of the not weirdest projects I did, but I like designed like hookahs before. Um, <laughs> like, like he, he had he had some friend that had like a hookah shop, and he's like, "Hey, I want to do this custom hookah." I'm like, "I'm like, hey, I'm like, what do you want? I'm like, just make it out of billet, just do this, do that." That's really funny. So you know, I did a lot of uh, crazy projects with him. And eventually I moved out of California and I went to Arizona for a while to help him set up his company out there. And we had set that up and that he was just strictly going to focus on the side-by-side stuff. And so I was there, we set up the whole conveyor system for his powder coating. I had my own like full shop that I was completely like away from everybody just so I can just focus and just design, design, design and fabricate. So while there, I was doing all his product development. You know, I'd build and des- I'd design all the fixtures. I'd build all the fixtures. I'd be doing all the welding. I'd go back in the in my computer. Then I'll start figuring out. Okay, maybe I'll do this change, that change. So I was always bouncing back back and forth, but I always kind of had to rely on myself. But really, like sometimes, you know, you want to get the job done, you do it yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I was out there for probably like six seven months but um ended up having to come back to california because we had a you know tragedy in the family so i had to come back for my family to be with my parents and brothers and sisters so ended up coming back um and i kind of left everything behind there because pretty much my life turned upside down when all that happened Mm -hmm. so kind of started over came and then when i came back I, I really didn't do anything for about like six months just wasn't really in a good space like mentally and emotionally so i just didn't want to do anything mm-hmm. so eventually you know i had to figure like you know what i need to tie my bootstraps and i need to keep going right i can't just like not live and not do anything right, right. yeah that's difficult so i ended up taking the the money what money i did have left over from everything that you know I was buying a house out in Arizona, so I took the leftover money that I had. I ended up buying my my 3D scanner. Like I, I put a couple of videos on there. I've done some live streams on it. But I ended up buying that. I ended up building like a super crazy computer. You know, four screens. Like I think my sis my complete system is like the computer itself is like a twenty thousand dollar computer, and then you have like the scanning equipment, which is another like twenty grand. Oh wow! But I really just was taking all, like what I had left to figure. I'm just gonna invest in myself. Like I no longer wanted to work with anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do it on my own because I had designed so many like different products for a lot of other people. So I didn't want to like just keep making the other people tons of money, right? And I really wasn't reaping anything for it. Like I did get the knowledge from it, so that's that's where I gained because. Like, if you guys notice, I've worked in, like, multiple industries, and I've been on both sides, the, sh- the shop side and also the, the office side. So I figured, you know what, like, I'm smart enough to where I can do it myself. I'm just going to start a company completely from scratch. And so that that's initially how it, it began, is after um, everything had happened. So I just started forming the company. I started figuring out what my plan was going to be. I was doing a couple side jobs here and there for companies, but... Like, I wasn't really getting, like, recognition or, or credit for my work, and I really didn't like that. 
And like the funny thing is, like most people who know me, like I only recently got a smartphone. Like I had a BlackBerry up until like 2018. <laughs> like I wasn't I wasn't on social media um, for for the my whole like adult life. I wasn't on right. it. Like, I just fo- I just focused on myself, like develop me my my abilities, mm-hmm. and. So I'm a little behind on the social media compared to like everybody else, it seems. No, it just means you had a life cushion. That's all that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I figured, you know what, it, it's time to, you know, get my, my name out there and show people because a lot of times, like, I, I literally have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of products, but nobody knows I did them because I was doing them for these other companies, right? And so I was like, oh, you know what? I, I, need, I need it to be like my time. Like I need to do my own company. I need to build my own brand, my own name. So that's pretty much where, where I finally started. Um, I got a smartphone. And then finally I was like, I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to get on there. I need to start like posting some other stuff. Like a lot of what I post, like obviously I have like, I have like probably like 16 years worth of stuff I haven't posted. So literally like there's, there's very, there's like almost like nothing on my, my Instagram. Like even though there's a lot and in the big picture, it's actually like nothing. Cause I have like so many other things that I've designed and I'm a b- bunch of different like industries and other companies for these vehicles and other random projects. So I did it. Oh, okay. Let me backtrack a little bit. I also did some like furniture stuff. I did like kiosks for like malls and everything for a couple companies. So like I have that background as well. Um, doing like that type of work. Um, so, okay. And I'm coming back forward now, but so I started just, you know, I'm like starting little by little and I started putting these designs out there. Um, you know, as it's starting to finally like come to fruition, I mean, it's, it's like, I've been on, Instagram, which is my first media, my so- first social media, and like since I like I was telling you, my whole adult life, and it's finally now starting. Like people are starting to recognize it, and like the one one guy just started talking to you that we had been talking to since I got on Instagram was uh, Ben from Skull Crushers, right? Right. And we always talked like, hey, we need to meet up one day. We need to meet up today, and this went on for like year and a half, like two, like forever. We just kept saying, oh yeah, we need to meet, we need to meet up. And it just finally happened like a month, I don't know, a month and a half ago or whenever we first both posted, we're like, hey, he's like, I'm going to be going over here. Can, can we meet up? I'm like, yeah, let's meet up. Let's just, let's just do it. Let's just stop talking about it. Let's just meet up and, and see what we can make happen. So eventually we, we met up and, you know, we immediately clicked, you know, we had lunch and, you know, he had a dog right there. Dog was chilling underneath us. And, you know, we had a, a long, like two and a half hour three-hour lunch we just went over like our goals or plans like what we want to do and i just told him like hey like he like he has that the whole business side and he already has things like set up and you know like super great guy yes and like i'm the other i'm like that missing piece of like hey let's put it together and let's just like dominate everybody because i already have the 17 years of design experience across all these industries and i can just pretty much design and develop any any product um and then oh let me uh let me talk a little bit about one of my favorite projects it's kind of it's it's not it's not off-road or anything related but it's it's one of my favorite that i did um so i've done like medical device too right like a like a prosthetic type deal for um 
like it's called a winged scapula syndrome. So and this is actually how I met one of my current business guys I work with is he needed someone to scan this girl who had this uh, syndrome that where it's your shoulder blade like sticks out of your back like 90 degrees, mm-hmm. right? And so he needed to develop a brace for her. And that's when I had just got the scanner. So then I went and I met him for the first time. And then, you know, you know, I scanned her and like he talked to me about what he wanted to do. And it was pretty much because the initial the brace that she had, which wasn't really a brace, it was more like the a strap that went over her arm to try to hold it in place. Like it just wasn't working and they couldn't really do anything for her because it she needed something custom, right? So I ended up scanning her like body. Like I I, I the scanner can scan anything. It's it's a three D scanner and it's pretty much a a camera that works off of like light light sonar. Oh wow. So if you know how if you know how sound works with sonar where you know it bounces it off and you can tell how far mm-hmm. it is. Right. Same idea, but with light. So it's constantly flashing the light and it's capturing how quickly the light's bouncing back and it, it gives me the points in space and I take all the data and, and create my surfaces and my mesh and then I can recreate any environment because it'll it'll capture anything, right? So I ended up designing a brace uh, for her and that's probably like the most satisfying project I've ever done like to this day. It's awesome. Uh, because she actually needed it. Like for the most part, everything I've ever designed has been for people who just want stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just don't really need it. They just want to buy, like buy stuff or, or do whatever they need to. So, but with that, that was like more of a, like a game, like a game changer for her because it was something that nobody else could do for her. Right. So like when I had it made, it actually, gave me the opportunity to develop another school on doing like or like organic 3d modeling and stuff for like helping people in that way so yeah so that was like one like still so far my top favorite project because i mean you know she got it and she was like crying and everything like that that was like a a change of life right yeah yeah it's a game changer for her you've actually like impacted her life and her ability to function in life even Yeah. yeah so so that was yeah. So that was my my favorite project. So let's go back forward now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of other things, but we'll save that for like another day. But for right now, let's just keep going where we're going. So then, you know, so I've been working on. Initially, it was just uh, Christian Ramirez designs, and I was been posting on there. And eventually, I was like, "Hey, I'm like, you know what? I need to start like a, like an off-road branch, right? Something I can branch out to the side because." The, the goal still is to develop a product line for uh, Valkyrie 4x4, but a different type of product line that's more of, like, say when you're driving down the street or something, you can see a, a vehicle, or, or, like, let's just say you see a Jeep and, like, they have parts on it, and, you know, you're always like, oh, is that a guy or is that a girl or mm-hmm. whatever, right? And then you have to, like, pull up to see and, and see who's there, right? So, like, my goal is to eventually have... Uh, specific product line for the valkyrie 4x4 to where you can be like from far away and just be like oh dude that's that's fucking a a valkyrie 4x4 vehicle right there just by looking at the visual design of it like if you notice like a lot of times when i do my designs they stand out from what other people are doing and it's mainly because i have such a large pool of background that i can pull from so i'm able to incorporate like a bunch of ton of different ideas and, and styles to give something that's unique um because like if you like, like if you notice by now like 
I don't like doing something like repetitious or the same. Like I constantly need that creativity Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. really what, what drives me. So I always need to be doing like something different. So the one of that, one of the goals is to eventually have a product line for that. And it just, now it's getting to be like the, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, I mean, it's taken a while, but you know, sometimes things do, but I'm like persevering. I'm I'm just going to keep chugging at it while I work on the other stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff that I do work on right now with uh, my clients, uh, I don't post. Like I was telling you earlier, there's some stuff I, I can't because of the NDA, you know, the non-disclosure agreements. So I can't post it publicly. Right. So I do a lot of work like that, but I've done um, work uh, for Jeep. Like, yeah, you know, we have these Jeep clubs and, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like I've worked directly with Jeep. That's awesome. And that's not, <laughs> many people can't say that. Right. right? Like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Right? Like, so it's like, I've done stuff for them and um, I'm actually work. I, I can't give details right now what I'm doing now with mm-hmm. them, but I actually just got a new project with them that I'm working on. So I'm like super stoked on that. Um, eventually when I can post it, I'll post it, but right now I can't. Right. But so a lot of my work has to do with that. So that's why I don't, I, I can't be posting like a bunch of new stuff like every day. Like, cause I guess from like my side, like one thing I did notice from like on Instagram, it's like, like if you guys go out wheeling from one weekend, you can take a bunch of pictures that'll last you like two weeks. They can be posted, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it's, it's different. Like I, I have to spend like, if I post a design, there's a good chance I probably spent like anywhere from like eight to 12 hours on something. And that's for one post. So it's, it's different. So it, like it's, it takes a lot longer for me to create my content. So I guess my definition of creation and content creation is a lot different from what other people mm-hmm. do. Um, it's not mainly like, you know, I don't really take pictures of myself. I don't, which is okay. Cause I understand <laughs> there's, there's different things for that. Everybody. Oh, yeah. do. Um, but for like, for me, it, it takes, it just takes a lot longer. That's why like, my brand ambassadors know that I'm I I work like day and night I work seven days a week I really don't take a take a break he don't sleep he really does not sleep (laughs) yeah sounds like it gosh (laughs) so yeah so yeah I'm just always going 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 until I mean I can be going I I I work until I I like I'm passing out and I'm like okay now I'm gonna go to bed and I've fallen asleep in my chair before because I got like a super like comfortable like dr evil chair it's like got like a massage and like air conditioning it's like all set up right so i've fallen asleep on my chair while working and i'll wake up and then i'll keep working like it's it's that bad sometimes but you know that's part of like who i am and what i do like i can't see myself going out and like getting another a different type of job because i've i don't know it just i like the freedom of what i do to where i can just be as creative as possible because a lot of times when you do work for companies they try to put you in a little box and they only want to direct you in like one direction like and you can't do this can't do that and it's like for me i just have like so much going in my head the juice is always flowing it's like oh what about this what about that because i'm always drawing from like everything i've learned before and i'm constantly putting it together to create something new like over and over and over again so it's like a a design evolution that's going on you know in my own head and my own abilities Mm -hmm. So then let's get into the, so yeah, so the event, eventually I was like, oh, you know what? Like people were asking me like, hey, are you going to start doing anything like 
you need t-shirts you need this you need that i'm like i don't know like so on top of that i was like i already got all this other stuff going on i was like okay well i now i need to design like these logos i need to do this and do that because i for the most part i don't like sourcing anything out um i've had my older brother help me out on a couple of logos but for the most part everything that i design on there i like i'm doing it myself because i've tried to like have other people like hey can you do this for me or do that but when i see it it's like like i don't mean to talk down on them but it feels like i'm like dude you're not being creative <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm giving you the i'm like just be creative you have like full reign to do anything you want but if people are like what do you mean it's like so it's like it's it's hard to like find people that have like the background that i do so like i kind of get like picky in that area like not in a bad way but it's like for me it's like you know like if you like part of my tagline is christian ramirez designs unlimited imagination like i want to be able to like create anything like and and not always do the same thing twice Mm -hmm. right and it's also you know the the quality over or quantity i mean because i can do a lot of like simple stuff like a ton of simple stuff and get it out there but for me it's not satisfying like like when I'm doing something, like I have to be like, I have to feel those like those endorphins, like those those chemicals. That, like that's what I get from when I design. Right. So I always got to be like, and especially if like if I do something I've never done, it's like it, it like it feels really really good. So I'm that's why I'm always coming up with new stuff. So that's when like eventually I was like, okay, you know, what? I'm gonna start like a, a like an ambassador's thing because people go, hey, like I want to rep you and this and that. So little by little, that's where I started like like putting out the thing like oh, okay well, well you want to be an ambassador and like at first it was a little rocky with a couple people because i you know you know sometimes like unfortunately some some people just want free stuff yeah and like and that and that's what i really had to learn and since i hadn't been on social media for so long i really didn't understand that like like people being like that but like now it's like i, I like i'm glad that the, the the group i have now is like it's you know you awesome team yes, you know I, I i weeded out like all the people who really weren't good for the team or anything and like those are all gone so now i have like just a, a really solid base uh and which is really helpful in, on getting like my ideas and and what i want to do out there and so now that i had partnered up with skull crushers like everything's just gonna start going a lot quicker now mm-hmm. so then I'll be working on his product line. And obviously, I, if you look at some of my recent posts, you can see some of the stuff I've been working on with him, like, you know, the, the bumpers. Um, yes, that's really working, cool. Working on some skid plates. But we have a lot of other stuff that I haven't posted as mm-hmm. well. Like, one thing is, if you see one thing posted on there, there's usually about, like, two or three other variations of that as right. well. I just don't like posting everything because I have had some companies uh, steal my design. So I'm very careful about what I post as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so uh, that's another thing I learned on Instagram is like there's some companies I'll see what you post and they'll they'll just steal your design. Right. So I'm very careful about what I post and that's why something I won't, I won't post too much. Um, But luckily like right now it's like, it's starting to get better. And I just now I've learned just, how different areas are different companies are and how different groups are you know how to go through some ups and downs but that's you know part of like learning everything right so now i have a pretty good handle on on all that that's awesome so 
the, um, so then once I had the ambassadors going for the Christian Ramirez designs and I was like, I'm like, you know, I, I need to start that Valkyrie four by four. And then I started working on that. And then little by little initially, which the funny part is initially I was more targeting the, the Toyota crowd. It wasn't even like the Jeep crowd because I was doing Toyota parts for a while. If you look back at my older posts, you'll see they're all, a lot of them are like Toyota parts, right? And so I was gearing it towards that and it somehow evolved into like, Jeeps. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to run go. with it. And like, now and that's where it came out to what it is right now. Which is which is cool, which is fine. Like that's part of the the growing and learning new things. Like, hey, the Toyota groups are, they're missing out, right? <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> Yeah. That's so, awesome. So as the Valkyrie four by four started growing, then the, there was people that wanted to be ambassadors for that. So then I started doing that little by little. Um and yeah, and like if you notice the one thing I do is like each ambassador they each have like their different rigs yeah they can all be jeeps but they're all, they're different years they have different mods everybody lives in some area of the country some go to the rocks some go to the, the river some guys go to the snows everybody's going somewhere different and then everybody's like different ages like they're either from the early 20s to the mid 40s right. right like like i don't like try to be like oh i only want like young people or i only want this and that because for me it's like i need to get the perspective from everybody from all age groups because i know we're, we all have different ideas and they're, everybody's doing something different and for me it's like i'd rather have a bunch of unique different people that i can i can kind of bounce ideas from and go back and forth with and then get feedback from because if i'm just only targeting one group it's like again i would get like like bored with that right so i like having like the variety right there as well right um so yeah, so that so that's how the whole thing with the the Valkyrie four by four has been going. Um, if you look at my latest post that I did on there, uh, there's actually like the logo, which like I don't even like calling it a logo. It's more like an art piece because like you actually have if you want if you want to see the full detail of it, you have to like see it like ten feet by like ten feet. Because that's how that's how big it is when you actually zoom in. So if you look at that video, I actually explain what each part and each section and each color and everything means. Because everything has, like when I do something, everything has like a, a purpose. Like, yeah, I could do like a really simple basic logo and be like, oh, yeah, I'll call it this and then give it a quick tagline. But for me, it's like I need to encompass a lot more into it. So like if you look if anybody who hasn't like checked it out, you should check it out. And, you know, I... I I explained pretty much everything and what it means and what the group represents and what it stands mm-hmm. for. And then sometimes like some people are like, Oh dude, you're just getting too deep. It's like, I'm like dude, I can't help it. It's like, it's the, that's just the way. Yeah. It's part of the creativeness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's part of the creativeness. And like, I want you to be able to look at it and be like, like, you can be like, wow. Like I didn't know there's that much thought put into it. Right. Cause it's like all kinds of stuff going on in there. Right. So like, I won't get into it on here because it's all explained in the video. So anybody who hasn't seen it, just go check it out right there. Um, but as and then so, we'll move on to the. Oh, okay. Do you want? I'll give you a little background on what the the Valkyrie four by four like the reasoning like part of the background of it is 
like I don't know if anybody this is where I'm gonna get to my nerd study side <laughs> so I like I, I, I like read a lot and like like study like a- ancient mythologies and stuff like that so the one reason I picked that was because um, what the Valkyries were they were the the handmaidens the like the top top females of the Norse god Odin mm-hmm. right and he was just like the the, the ruler of the on the top and like uh, when I think about the Christian rumors designs, the uh, Valkyrie four by four, and then also I'll get into the Viceroy. I look at it as like tiered because uh, realistically, my des- the design company itself is overseeing the off road branch and the group of Valkyrie four by four and also Viceroy. So I, that's how I have it geared. So a lot of it is really symbolic. So with the the Valkyrie four by four, so there was a they're the, the female top females they were they they were armored in this elegant armor which goes back to you know when you put parts on your jeep and everything like some people call it, hey are you gonna armor up or we're you gonna get yeah. armor for it so that that's part of the symbology of it so since the valkyries were the armored the eventual product line is it's it's about being armored so you have to look at it as a analogy a lot of what i do is analogy um so for some people, it might be difficult to understand, but that's just, for me, it's, I'm always just putting everything together. And like, if, if you guys get that mm-hmm. already, right? So, so that was pretty much why I picked that. Cause if you look at what they did, the, um, what the Valkyries did in, in mythology is they went down to, to earth on the battlefield and then they, they picked the, the men and women, not the men and women, but just the men who lived and died, right? The ones who would uh, keep going on. And it's kind of like how it is in life. It's like really women are the ones who produce the life and they, they pick their partner to what who is going to bring the next generation, the next bloodline. Mm-hmm. So that's what that, that analogy is, is matches with the, the mythology. Very cool. And so, since it's it's females, that's why it's the the Valkyries. So that's why I'm like, okay, it's gonna be the armored women. They're the ones who pick out the, on the battlefield. And for me, it's like the battlefield can be Earth because you know sometimes life's a battle, so, oh, yeah. right? And you just gotta get through it. So that's how I put that together, and and that's really like how I how I see the group, right? So we have that for the for the Valkyrie 4x4 and eventually some people were asking me like hey you need to do something for the guys which I'm, I'm like yeah I know because I, I like I do have a, the guy followers as well so I'm like all right well I need to figure something out for them so I need to you know design a logo for that and I'm like okay, well what am I going to call it and then I was like I was like well I'm like you know what I was like thinking I was like well I can call it Viceroy uh, 4x4 and and that um, pretty much entails it's when you have like how do I explain it? Uh, I think I have it written down right here. Uh, okay, so it would be like um, a ruler exercising authority on behalf of a colony or the sovereign. And then when you know what the definition of sovereign is, the sovereign would be like the supreme leader, which goes back to the design company is the one that's overseeing that company, mm-hmm. right? So it's staged in that way, and it's more—it's more like a, a male-driven, like 
uh, symbology on that side. So that's why the logo is kind of it's still like a winged logo, but it, the wings aren't soft. If you notice, the, the wings are more metallic and they're hard. Because, you know, you have like, I don't know, if you, like when you're drawing something, like you have masculine lines and you have feminine lines. And they're all based like hard edges or soft edges. So that's why when I designed that logo, it's, everything's like sharp and it's, it's really metallic. It's not like, it's not as like, uh, like soft as a Valkyrie 4x4 logo with like soft wings and everything's like really more elegant. It's like just, you know, sharper mm-hmm. lines. So that's how I came up with that and why I geared it in, in that direction for the guys. Um, so that's why I put like that's they're the guys are going to be like the, the kings. Not that they're above the women. They're just like the sidestep of the the Valkyries, right? They're they're on the same path. They're just on the other mm-hmm. side. So that way, it kind of gives that the the balance of the the male and female energies. So that's where that fits in. Um, so yeah, so that's that's where that fits in. Then I have the other page, which I call the the Valkyrie Four by Four Temple Grounds which is because it goes back to mythology is like they're like in like high class temples. And that's why I called that page that because that's where everybody would meet up. And that's where, you know, everybody would showcase. And that's where I have the apparel is right there is because that's where it's going to be showcased. So that's where that like symbology and analogy uh, ties in. And so then all, all four pages are tied together, even though they're different, Mm -hmm. like, like I hope it makes a little bit more sense with the way I'm explaining it, like how it ties oh, yeah, together, absolutely. Like, how how it's supposed how it's supposed to work. But yeah, so that's how that's all put together, and um, a lot of people don't like. I found that not everybody would know that I run all four pages because <laughs> I, I run all four pages myself, and it's like a. I mean, it's a. I struggle sometimes because it's like I have my design page, the Valkyrie four by four, the store page, and the guys page. And I'm like bouncing between all these accounts. People are tagging me. I'm talking to people. I'm like, and it just, it's like, it's just like madness. And I'm doing that while I'm still running my design business, like full time. It's crazy. So that's everybody's like, dude, like, how are you, how are you doing that? I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm just so used to multitasking <laughs> from like all the years that I've been working in these other industries where I was constantly pulled in like 20,000 directions to where like I can mentally, I can handle it. Um, but it is like taxing and it's like sometimes I'm just like exhausted from like doing everything because I have to think about a lot of stuff. I have to keep track about a lot of stuff. Sometimes I forget and I got people like DM me and like, like, hey, you forgot about me. This is that. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. It's like I, I, what I need is a secretary. Exactly. It's like some help there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so a lot of people don't know that I run all four pages um, and they're all they're all they're all tied back to the my main design page but hopefully like the people who don't know like this is how they're all tied together it's they, everything stems down from uh, the main company the main design page and it all it all branches out from that's there. so cool and christian um, you also have a, a halloween giveaway coming up as well right yeah so actually it's been going the actually the last day to enter is on saturday uh midnight so that's a uh, it's actually like a Halloween or fall contest, which you can be wearing a costume with your rig or even just wearing a, uh, a costume. But like, I want to try to have the, the vehicles in there as well. And I got like five winners 
you know, I got a grand prize that gets the one of the, the wall banners, the one that you can see the full artwork of the Valkyrie 4x4. And then I ha- and with, and then, you know, those different apparel, they can pick their tank or T-shirt. I got decal packs. I got the glow-in-the-dark patches, which I've never seen anybody else who does the glow-in-the-dark patches. That's pretty patches. cool, yeah. So, and I'm doing that for those people that like collecting those. But, yeah, the, I have that going. So, if anybody who hasn't entered, you got a couple more days to enter. Um, lots of good prizes. But, yeah, that's the current contest I have right now. Um, there'll probably be a couple other giveaways uh, coming up soon with some other people that I'm, like, working with. So, keep an eye out for that, but. Yeah, so that's the that's the Halloween contest that I have going right now on Valkyrie Four. Awesome. awesome, and I know that you've got so much stuff on your page too. Some of the products you're talking about from all different varieties of things going on there, and we'll have to have you on again so we can get into more details about what you've got planned for the future and things like that. But it's been really great having you here, Christian. Thank you for all that you've shared so far. It's been really an eye opener for me, actually. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for having me, and I look forward to being on again, and we can get into anything we talked about tonight, like, a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all goes down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Shannon, do you want to uh, start concluding with one of our Jeep memes for the day? Oh, yeah, it's my day, right? Exactly. Okay, so I came across this meme the other day, and I absolutely loved it, and it says, Marry a guy who says things like, I'm proud of you. I can't believe you're mine. You're right. I was wrong. You can do it. Go ahead. Buy more Jeep parts, babe. Come on. That's the part we need to marry, right? Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Uh, I definitely want to do a shout out to, uh, since we have Christian here, to Viceroy 4x4 for the Jeep part of the aspect and off-roading aspect of the guys and shannon how about you um i absolutely want to do a shout out for at christian ramirez designs and at valkyrie.4 by four if you are on the gram you must be following this guy he is a genius and i'm not just saying that because i rep his company he really is a genius he's an awesome guy come out and give him a follow Awesome. And lastly, we'll conclude here with uh, our favorite unofficial sponsor of Napoleon. Napoleon, don't you think this show is pretty fat? I see you drinking 1%. It's because you think you're fat. I love that. It was so fat, we have to drink 1% because it was so fat. So there you go. And thank you for joining us again. And catch us next time. Remember, don't be cheap. Drive a Jeep. Take care. Bye.